1: Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app baseball your way download it now for free from the app store or google play blackout and other restrictions apply major league baseball trade parts used with permission
0: what's going on man so so what's no better question what's going on with joseph right now man is he gonna be okay
1: he's banged up um i mean we don't really know exactly what the issue is darren eels talked to dukes and bell yesterday and you know they're taking all the precautions. They're going to check everything they can check. But you're coming off of a, a major knee injury. He's going to have soreness for a while. He's going to have soreness after a week like last week, where he played a lot of minutes in a short period of time. He looked pretty sore at the end of the game on the weekend, but he has trained this week. You know, has he trained fully? I, I don't know. I'm not seeing every minute of training, but he has trained. So you're going to have to manage his minutes. And and Atlanta United's going into another busy week the rest of the schedule can get really busy at times It's going to be very compressed around the league and managers are going to have to think about these situations with players joseph with that knee i think gonzalo pineda will be careful with him and look as we saw against orlando at the beginning of this run of wins and goals they can score goals even when he's not in the team with this high-powered attack right now
0: yeah with the uh yeah, that's the the good news is is that this team seems to have multiple options, multiple weapons. But at the same time, there is just this sort of difference that he brings that you can't you can't speak to. It's uh, you know his presence on the field. He, it so draws the attention of the defense that it frees other guys up a little bit more on the wings, doesn't it?
1: It can. Um, the good thing about this group now and the inclusion of Luis Araujo. Oju- is it's almost impossible to forget about him. It's impossible to discount Barco the way he's playing right now. If anybody watches the highlights from the last match, it's impossible to discount Marcelino Moreno, whether he's got anybody with him or not. He'll go 1v5. He doesn't care. So it's what we talked about at the beginning of this run, once Araujo started to get comfortable, is it's really hard to defend this team right now. And Joseph is a big part of that but it's the dribbling ability of the other three especially, along with that positional gravity that Joseph brings and has 99 goals, and, and people know coming into the game you've got to worry about him. So it's really hard for defenses to key on anybody because if they do, then that means they're sacrificing against somebody else who can hurt you. And right now, it's been a collective effort from this attack, so... It's a team that's just difficult to defend at the moment across the board.
0: What is is George Campbell's role with this team right now?
1: Right now, he is that young player who is pushing for time, and he's getting it right now. And and I think that's a credit to George and his development because it's allowing Gonzalo Pineda to, to manage the minutes of his other center backs. Anton Walks, a little banged up last week in the midweek. No problem. He can sit. George Campbell plays. Comfortable. George Campbell, you don't have to worry about in those situations. Miles Robinson needs a break. George Campbell plays on the weekend. Completely fine. He can play in those situations. Nothing to worry about. He's a player who has, I think, developed just in leaps and bounds over the last couple of years. And he's pushing for, for a starting role. You know, Right now, Atlanta's blessed with, three center backs that have a ton of experience and a ton of quality. Campbell is the least experienced outside of that. He's number four, but he gives you the ability to rotate, and he gives you, I think, a a little bit of that youthful exuberance at times that this team can use because he's very aggressive, he's very confident, and he's going to be an incredible player for this team down the road, in my opinion.
0: Man of Many Podcasts, Jason Longshore on the way com hotline. All three goals against D.C. United were highlight-worthy goals. Uh, the, the free kick from Barco was, you know, perfect. The, the, the way that Joseph, you know, shields himself and uses his defender was typical Joseph, just masterful. But the Moreno run was as great a run as I think I've seen. I mean, it was... As good a run, I think I've seen of any player in the history of Atlanta United, it was, you said, one versus five, and then to, you know, to finish it with such a perfect setup of Bello in front of the goal for the, for the tab, and I take nothing away from George, he had to finish it, but boy, that was all Marcelo Moreno, w- did that get goal of the week by any chance in, 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 in MLS? I mean, have you seen a, a run better than that?
1: Uh, I, I don't remember many runs better than that in my time watching the game. He just didn't give up on it. Uh, Barco's free kick, one goal of the week, which is a world-class free kick. It, it, it's hard to compare. They're so different. But the importance of Moreno's goal. I mean, first off, D.C.'s two goals in this game were ridiculous as well. I mean, this mm-hmm. was just a crazy game. in Yeah, Garazos and whatnot. Just wild. But it, it shows the importance of not letting up. Not laying off the teams because you know Edison Flores hits a bomb at the end. If Moreno doesn't go 1v5 and create that goal for Bellow, it's 2-2. And, and you've dropped points. So you know, when you look back at the history of Atlanta United, especially at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, two goals is, is a great number. They've only lost one time when they scored two goals at home in club history. They've never lost when they've scored three. And the way this team is in the attack – They can go get two, three goals at home consistently. This team is so high-powered at the moment. Always look for the next goal, and I think that's Gonzalo Pineda's mentality. It's never going to be just sit and protect what we have. It's going to be go for it and put the game away. Jason
0: Longshore is uh, joining us, talking about Atlanta United. Something kind of fun and interesting happened this week. Do I have the story correct that this was sort of uh, the first time that we've had the 17s, you know, they were invited into practice. This seemed to look like there were a lot of people there, too, at the training ground, a lot of the fans to, to take part in that, and Gonzalo Pineda was uh, talking to the fans. Uh, is this something that we're going to start seeing a lot of?
1: I don't know how often you'll see it, but it's something Gonzalo Pineda really pushed for, and it's something that I think the players really enjoyed. It, it was very cool to see that kind of a vibe i think with with some of the the footage that you saw from the actual training session the players were feeding off of it as you do whenever you hear people yelling for you in, in the background um they did a a open training session a few years ago i think when they unveiled the peach jerseys if i remember correctly but that was in the evening that was a little different that was a special event this was a training session this was part of the training week And it was very cool, I think, for the fans to get that opportunity to see kind of behind closed doors a little bit and and what this team does to prepare for matches. It was the first session of the week, and I think it gave a real lift, and not just to the fans. I mean, I'm sure for the fans who were there, it was an amazing experience. Imagine I mean, if you're a, a young kid and you get to see your heroes practicing up close like that. But I think it was a good lift for this team going into a big week where they go on the road twice and they have some really important matches over these next three.
0: When you talk about this road trip going to Philadelphia, if the way that this team has been playing right now, how disappointing would that be if this team had a a, a minor setback as far as not winning the, winning the match?
1: I mean, I don't think it's a must-win in that sense, Hugh, but you want to see another strong performance. You want to see this team continue to build, and – I think it's doable against Philadelphia, who has struggled a little bit here lately. They did get a win over Orlando on the weekend, but right now everybody's beating Orlando, so I don't know how much to really take out of that. Um, They bounced back. Philadelphia's lost five of eight, and they've been in a bit of a tailspin. They're going to have to start picking up some points to solidify their playoff spot. Atlanta still has to look over its shoulder with teams in the playoff picture, and they also have to look... Ahead, and, and they got a little bit of a gift from the New York Red Bulls last night, coming back to get a very late draw against NYC. I think that number three spot in the Eastern Conference is attainable, and going out and getting a win on the road where points are tough to come by would be huge in that step. It's a, I think it's a big opportunity for Atlanta United. It's not a must-win, but it's a big opportunity to push forward and, and push on into a home playoff spot.
0: Yeah, and everybody around the league is taking note. Atlanta United is hot and rolling. You look, they have everybody's attention, that's for sure, which is, uh, you know, for the first time in a long time, that's a really good thing. Uh, Jason, your your life is about to get really busy. You're the man of many podcasts. Of course, stoppage time is rocking and rolling with uh, the great numbers that you get on that. And, and no swag shop around the corner. I mean, training camp starts in what, about uh, 12 days or something like that. And at 10, 12 days, we got the Hawks training camp.
1: I know it's wild that, that we're, you know, right there with training camp for the Hawks. And, and you talk about expectation. That's another team in this town with a lot of excitement, a lot of expectation. You know, what can DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish give them that they missed last year? And how much further can they go? Can't wait to get that rolling as well.
0: Yeah, I haven't been quite this, uh, you know, excited in anticipating a Hawks season in a long, long time. And so I'm, I'm anxious to see the team too. Uh, Jason, where can the fans find all your podcasts?
1: So you can find them all at facebook.com slash 929 the game. Uh, you can also subscribe on any of your, your pod catchers out there to the Off the Woodwork folder from 929 the game. And stoppage time, you can watch live on Wednesdays on Twitch, twitch.tv slash stoppage time 929. And just make sure you're following me on social media at longshoe, and I'll point you in the right direction.
0: Uh, Jason Longshore, as always, uh, do appreciate. Uh, Let's get a win in Philadelphia. Keep that pressure on and send that uh, message to the rest of Major League Soccer that Atlanta United is, in fact, definitely back. Thanks, Jason.
1: You're the man, Jason. Yep, yep. appreciate it, y'all.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.